are so American. This is the most American thing we could do right now. Woo! I feel like I'm in a parade. The presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You got me? E, can you hear me? Edith. Hey, can you, can you hear me? There she is. Hey. From all the Okay, do I sound better now? Yeah, great. All right, great. Um, so where are you? Are you in uh, Glen Ridge? I'm in Bloomfield right now. Oh, okay. Is that your new place? Yeah, yeah. So my uh, my boyfriend and I bought a place there in Bloomfield. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, and uh, it's been working out. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, cool. Yeah, so it's it's cool. It's cool. We're enjoying it. I mean, it's um, like everybody else. It's been an adjustment, of course. You know, of the course. whole like work from home thing and all that kind of stuff. But how long have you been there now? Uh, so we've been here for two years, I want to say. It was uh, okay. it was april of um yeah 2018 so okay. a little over two years yeah it sounds like a nice neighborhood yeah it's cool i mean it's like honestly right around the corner from where my parents lived so oh that's great i uh, i had known about this neighborhood for years it's like right up against bloomfield east orange and glen ridge so oh, okay it's not far from where my apartment was either you know what i mean awesome. it's about 10 minutes away from there so awesome yeah how about you you're, you're still up in the same spot yeah, still up in Chestnut Ridge. Great you stuff, know, great stuff. Um, which is really came in good for the pandemic yeah. because I really could use the space. Thank God I'm not in New York City. Now, look, and you I'm know? not uh, right. Exactly. And you I'm know? not I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. But you're right? not that close to any Orthodox Jewish communities. Are you? Oh, absolutely. I'm in the center of it. Oh, see, you are. You are. So then you got to be careful then. You got to watch absolutely. out. Absolutely. I don't shop in my own neighborhood. Wow. Isn't Just that so crazy? You know that first. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. No, it's been like that since the pandemic. You know, once, you know, once I shut in around May, May, because I was still working for Robin Hood, um, I stopped shopping in the neighborhood. You know, because of so much COVID, because the Jewish neighborhood, they like to congregate yeah. and most of them don't wear masks. I don't care what they're telling you is what I see. So in my neighborhood, my neighborhood has changed over the last five years and the reformed Jews have left. They have gone to Florida and now the Orthodox Jews are in my area now. I have yeah. all these little kids running around that I didn't have before. Yeah. Um, and those are the ones that are getting together at the bar mitzvahs and they're getting together at these parties, these gatherings, these weddings for 200, 300 people. And then they're spreading it everywhere, you know? So I shop in Jersey, you know, I get my gas in Jersey. There you, you know? go. But, there you go. See? Yeah. And you I mean, know, I- but it's, it's always been like that. I'm right on the border, you know, but even Bergen County is in yellow right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, look, it's what are you going to do? You know what I mean? It's a a virus. It's going to go places. You know what I mean? Like it's going to make its rounds. And uh, I guess all we can do is just continue to be, um, you know, as careful as we can, obviously. But but you're good. You're good. You're you're doing okay with all the lockdowns and everything. You're not losing it. You're not going crazy. um, Like my daughter, my daughter is a frontline healthcare worker. So we have a different routine that you may have at your house. You know, if when she comes home and, 
you know, especially in the beginning when everything was kind of just coming in. I mean, none of us can come in without taking our clothes off and, you know, throw them in the washer. And, you know, there was this big routine. I wouldn't walk through the house until she passed. Like I would wait like two hours and then I would be like, okay, now I'll go into the kitchen because it was that kind of weird thing. You didn't know what was going on, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, she gets tested twice a week. So if anything's going on, we're going to know right away what's going on. Well, it's pretty crazy when you think about it because um, it's what eight months now that we've yeah. been doing all this. I mean, that's like Please. when when I heard somebody say that the other day. You know what's crazy is um. Hold on, I sent Mike the wrong password. Hold on one second. Do you know Do you know Mike by the way? E? Mike Mike Montone. He was on MTR Radio back in the day. He had a show called like Electric Meat Sauce or something, and he did like like uh edm music and like, stuff like so. that so yes yes uh, yes his yes. his dad is the guy who's on 1010 wins the john montone right. you know the Fantastic. john so oh, anyway. that's so cool yeah so he's 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 gonna come on with us here and i think Appleseed might join but i'm not sure oh yeah i was wondering about him i've been thinking about him a lot you know in reference to school and things like that you know too. he's out in colorado now <laughs> No, I don't know anything about anybody. I, I don't spend much time on Facebook. Yeah, he's, so, out, he's out in Colorado. Really? So he's now. gone. He's not here. Nope. Yeah, he's out there in Arvada. Arvada, which is a suburb of Denver. Wow. And, uh, What's he doing out there? Smoking a Did lot of weed. he get married? Smoking a lot of weed. Um, well, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he's not married, but, you know, he's got that same girlfriend, the one that, um, you know, he, she and he came up to see they came to the party one time but like didn't call anybody they yes. uh they I they remember. knocked on the door but didn't call and it was like why yes, the hell would I you remember. why would you not call you know it's um, so crazy anyway mike what's going on talks amongst yourselves if you're so inclined you're both mtr radio veterans yes hey mike yeah. how are you how you doing? Nice to uh nice to be. I've, I'm sure we've probably seen each other around uh CSB back when it Absolutely. still existed Absolutely when did you graduate or how when were you around CSB um, I guess it would have been like, I started class there November, 2011. Okay. I would have totally have seen you. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, I guess, uh, yeah. So I guess right after I graduated before, you know, I got out and started, uh, started working. I, uh, you know, I fucked around there and did, did, uh, did a couple of shows. Who was in your class? Who were some people that like, right. we would know was Baboots in your class? No, um, shit. I'm actually, uh, you were a day class, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, day class. I was a day class and I don't know if, I don't know who in my class, uh, Tony, Tony Grader was in my class. Um, I don't know if that sounds familiar. I know who um, that is, but I, I don't know him. I don't R remember that name. Uh, Rich Roller. Okay. Um, yeah, not I don't I don't even I don't know. I might be the only one who's actually uh still who's actually still kicking. Uh, working. Yeah. Hey E, um you know CSB's closed now. I know. Uh actually uh, Brian Sullivan, remember him? He was also from CSB. So he's been my tag along, you know, in the media and entertainment business. And he was the first one that told me that uh, Marty reached out to him to let him know. And I, and the plan was that whenever we got through this COVID thing, we were going to meet up and have a beer together. So well, hopefully that we have happens. to do that. Whoever can show up. Yeah, seriously. 
Uh, so sorry, E, I cut you off before. You were saying how since your daughter works as a first responder, you guys were going through the whole like hardcore decamp decontamination thing. Do you still do you still do that now, like pretty much every day or what's it like now? Yeah, it's not as bad as it was before, but we still have the same routine and reference that she comes in through the back door. The back door is already where the um, uh, the garages and the washer and the dryers there. She's got like her robe there, kind of like dresses right there, undresses, throws the stuff in there, comes in goes to the room, takes a shower, and then it's like, okay, guys, hello. You know, it's that kind of deal. But the main you know? concern right now is the grocery store because of the the prevalence amongst the Orthodox Jewish community. Yeah. Again, that's why I told you I don't shop in my area. Yeah. Oh, well, are you up in, uh, like, Rockland? I'm in the middle of Rockland. I'm in Chestnut Ridge, so I'm literally on the border of Monsey. Oh, wow. Uh, and and Montvale. I'm right. Like, Holy yeah. shit. Isn't yes. that something? Isn't <laughs> that funny. something? I mean, you're right in the smack dab of the hot zone right now. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? We're, you know, again. I don't even know I if we're think... allowed to have this Zoom. This might be counted as like a mass gathering under the Governor Cuomo's like. <laughs> I was going to put my mask on because I wasn't sure, you know. Seriously. <laughs> You know, no, but I mean, if uh, I think the, the governor sent somebody out here on Friday, you know, to try to talk to the Jewish community. Yeah, he spoke. I continue, think he spoke to them on Thursday. Exactly. They But they continue to gather. And I think they went to court about the uh, something about um, not having their religious rights. Yeah. You know, we're keeping them. Well, away the, from the Catholic rights. now. See, what's interesting is the Catholics are getting in on it now, too. The Brooklyn yes. Diocese just sued Governor Cuomo about see? the whole uh, shutdown thing. My uh, my mother suggested just building, uh, putting a big wall around Lakewood, New Jersey, and having the police patrol outside of it so that the uh, the Jews can't go in and out. And Eesh. I had to I had to very gently explain uh, to her that uh, what she was describing uh, uh, was the exact same thing the Nazis did with <laughs> ghettos all over Europe. I'm telling you, it does get problematic. But you know what? Honestly, but what's so fucking crazy about it is that there's no denying the fact that in many ways, a lot of these Orthodox Jewish communities are almost like kind of extra state. You know what I mean? Like they sort of have their own power structure. I mean, they. They kind of take over like the board of education and they take over the town council or whatever it is. And they kind of just run shit. It's their town. It's not listen, necessarily you, as much. It's almost up, like a papal state. No, but listen to this. If you go up Saddle River Road and you just stay from New Jersey and you just ride into Monsey, they built their own hospital. I mean, it's huge. Right. Yeah. OK, because it, they I, I gotta, everything. Yeah, flipping though, I gotta, I gotta ask as a, uh, as a conservative, isn't that like exactly what you want though? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I you mean? mean? It's doing, I mean, it's a group, right? It's a group of people just running their own shit without the, uh, without the state getting in the way. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, to be clear, I don't really necessarily have a problem with it. Yeah. I'm just identifying what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's kind of, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost cool. like an extra state. Uh, community you know what i mean like they sort of operate with impunity from the state so yeah no for sure mike i mean shit let's get yeah. that going in uh i mean that is that, do i have that to convert literally... to get that going here in bloomfield yeah. i mean mother <laughs> shit let's get it that's, going that's fucking small government baby i agree exactly. i agree um yeah so e about, about governor cuomo would you consider yourself amongst the uh new york many new york women who find him sexually attractive 
I'm not going to laugh to that. <laughs> okay, so the answer is yes, basically, from I was that one laugh. Of the, I was one of the first ones when I saw that on Twitter. I just kept laughing because... Oh, the, the, the nipple rings thing? <laughs> no, no, you know what turns me on is not only the power, but the Harley that he rides. Oh, okay. okay. Well. Okay. And as you see, look what I got up here. Okay, there you I'm go. She's yeah, she pointing to the picture of the bike up on the. Yep, absolutely. Well, he is into that. He's also you know, a fisherman. Definitely you know, a you know, fisherman. He's a great guy, but, you know, like anything, he's human. He made a, lo a lot of mistakes. Mm. You know, um, we a lot of people died in New York mm. and we've been in a huddle since March. Mm. You know, so it's been a long time. Well, look, we're, we're getting after it here. It's flipping out radio. It's great to have Lady E on for the first time in Ooh, I don't know how long. long you know what was Grady was that one time, do you remember the time we did a podcast at my apartment in Montclair? And I don't even know uh, who else, maybe Appleseed was there or whatever, but we got blunted and oh, it was we drank. <laughs> and it was just great. I don't even remember. I mean, that yes. must have been what, like six years ago now? Five years ago? Oh, it has to be at least that much. It's crazy. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, and we always have great times. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Smile. And mind your own business. How about that? Smile. Yeah, flipping out radio. First Garden State Radio started back in 2000, started in October of 2010. So it's officially been 20 years that I've been doing this. Editor's note, that's not close to 20 years. That's 10 years. 10 years now. Some iteration of this show. And uh, kudos to you. Well, I mean, kudos to all the people that do it with me, because otherwise I'd just be sitting here yammering to myself uh, all the time. Which, uh, you know, it's much better to have somebody else to talk to. So, you know, the um, situation at hand, I had in mind a discussion about all the different stuff, you know, everything we're dealing with, uh, including and leading up to the election. Crocker was supposed to join us. I don't know if I she's going to make it. She said that she could, but then she had she something come up. for us now? I mean, she's like a celebrity. Yeah, see, exactly. That's what I said to her last I, time. I'm saying it. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said that to her last time. I was like, wow, you know, this is really, you're you're really, uh, you know, bringing yourself down a few notches by coming on the old show. And uh, she was like, no, 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 I want to keep doing it. And I mean, to her credit and to JP and Appleseed's credit, they said they would do it. This is the, oh, JP, this is the first time doing? since then. He's good. I texted him and he said that he might be interested, but then he didn't get back to me today. Oh, um, Appleseed might come on at some point. Uh, but, you know, I really wanted to get you and Crocker on because I know that you're very into this election. You're very into the upcoming election. And I am so into this election that I signed up as a poll worker. Okay. So see, I'm actually going to work at my district for the election day. All right, nice. And if you see any votes for Trump, you'll probably you'll make sure you flip them the other way, right? <laughs> Can I tell you, would you be surprised if I was listed as a Republican? Um, no, you know what? I think I actually knew that, believe it or not. Okay. I think I did know that. Um, because not you know, back in the day, back yeah. in the day when we all had our, you know, original Garden State radio days, it was not like you and I necessarily always going at it about political Correct. stuff sometimes, but mostly me and Crocker. Because wow. Crocker's been dyed in the wool. She's a, you know, hardcore Massachusetts, you know, New York transplant lefty, if there ever was one. But, yeah. um, 
you know, no, I know for the most part, you you're pretty much you could go a lot of different ways when it comes to the politics stuff. So absolutely. But because everything that's going on, that's so crazy right now. I'm like, well, you know what? The only way for me to know if my vote is secure, what's going on instead of listening to everybody else, I have time on my hands. I don't mind a couple of hundred dollars you pay me for the day. I'll do it. Yeah, hell and no. ask up and do it. Definitely not. I mean, shit. You know? So I have already been going to the class and it's amazing what you learn, but you know, with everything that's going on. Oh, you on have to go to a class India. for that? Yes. No, you have to be certified. They're oh, wow. just not taking everybody, you know? <laughs> and the hey, beauty uh, of it, can I tell you what the beauty of it? It really is bipartisan because you can, whatever amount of Republicans have to be at, at the site, the same amount of Democrats have to be there. You know, nice. it has to be even Steven. But wait a second, but you're counting on the Republican side. Yeah, I'm coming in as Republican. Oh, see, that's what I don't know about that, E, because I know how you feel about I don't know how you feel about the Republican nominee. So I don't know about that. It's it's very crazy. And can I tell you, I don't yeah, know if it you is. remember this, but when we started our podcast, I when we when you hooked me up to Twitter for the first time, remember? And you, you uh, said, yes, yeah, wow, that's interesting, because that was back remember in the MTR days. I was okay. trying to push everybody to be on Twitter and shit yes. because of one MTR. of the first people that I picked to follow. Can I tell you is Donald Trump? Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, he's, he's an amazing, <laughs> he's an amazing Twitter follow. Yes. He's probably, he's arguably the best follow on the entire site. I mean, he's absolutely, if you go back and read his old tweets, even before he was president, he was just, all he does is just shit on people. It's the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. And I've been following him since 2011. <laughs> Well, that's interesting, you know, because, I mean, th the guy for so many years was sort of just like a New York figure, right? Like he was just like a yeah. guy, like a, 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 a success symbol, a whatever, playboy, whatever you want to call it, um, real estate mogul. And obviously so much of that has changed. So, I mean, without like totally opening the can of worms and just getting silly with it, what's what's one thing for sure that you really kind of like despise about him lately, I guess? <laughs> lately <laughs> oh my god where we where do we begin no you know that's really, up to you the the, re, the thing there's and so by the many, way let me just throw this out there run out of time well no 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 let me throw this out there mike is a libertarian and oh, he will sorry. actually be voting for he would like to elect a woman president yeah i do i, I love that i i get this year we we're the ones who get to say it's time for a uh for a woman and yeah office. yeah absolutely well but i got what do you ask, think of though, that eh? Is there a, a level of di disingenuousness that comes from um, the disingenuity? The 20, yeah, the 2016 uh, Democrats who just hammered everybody with it's time for a woman. You got to vote for a woman. Yeah, it's it's time for a woman. And it was all this fucking uh, white pantsuit bullshit. Um, but if you were voting <laughs> for if you were voting for Jill Stein, that was a huge problem. So right. it wasn't. It's time for a woman. And they were throwing all these attacks at Trump like, oh, he's towering over her in the, the debate, all the fucking absolute bullshit. Um, and it, it would have nothing to do with it. It's almost like they they took the feminist movement and you just used it as this kind of fraudulent marketing campaign to push for Hillary Clinton. And then if it was Jill Stein then or if it's Joe Jurgensen now. It's like, oh, no, no, actually, we were just we were just saying that it's not actually time for a woman. Well, you know, the funny thing is that, like, I, I feel like any woman wants to see another woman in their lifetime 
be the president, right? So I would love to see that in my lifetime, right? But even when Hillary ran, okay, there were so many people that are for the Clintons, but so many that are against the Clintons. I still feel that at this moment in time, based on America, based on how I'm seeing social life is, America itself, the core of it, is not ready to put a woman in charge. I think if a woman is going to come in charge, it's going to be like it will be right now, where the, the, the woman will come in as a VP first, because you're just going to bring in a woman as a president. Some men still cannot accept that. So you're saying that from like an electability perspective, you just mean yes. like that it's not going to happen. You don't actually think I that. I don't see it happening well, the until, numbers, until the, America's ready for it. America's the, I think not the, ready for it. The, the numbers last time, uh, if you go based on the popular vote, show that it the country was overwhelmingly oh, yes. in favor of it but said, obviously we're selecting the selection yeah, but is, of but an hillary, executive but is hillary federal, really but is hillary really a woman votes. she's sort of she's yeah. somewhat asexual when it gets down to it i mean she's sort of she, just like that's, a power that's kind of true yeah she's kind of <laughs> void of any uh any gender she's just whatsoever. sort of like a political entity you know more than anything right. yeah so i say it's gonna happen but right now with the turmoil in the country with everything that's going on right now um yeah, I think a woman also, and you know, as a woman, a lot of times men make us prove ourselves in a certain way. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying in business, you know. So to just have a woman come up there, I don't see men. These men make each men other prove each other too. I'm sorry. Men make each other prove each other too. I keep hearing, yes. I keep hearing, hearing these comparisons to yes. it's a for women business and shit. But I think you know, men aside from the, uh, I would, I would grant the uh, the sexual stuff probably happens way less to uh, to men in the workplace. But um, I mean, d- dealing with a prick boss is dealing with a prick boss yeah. and dealing yeah. with an arrogant coworker is dealing with an arrogant coworker, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of, of gender. I, I keep hearing that like thrown out there um, as a like talking point against, I guess, I don't know what wave we're in now is it third wave feminism. Um, mm-hmm. And it just seems like it's uh it almost seems like it's infantilizing to to women to say that uh, you know if their boss is a fucking prick they can't uh, they can't deal with it because they've spent the you know they they're afraid to speak up or whatever. Yeah, no, I mean again, changing times right now. But the, the people that are holding all the cards, who are the electoral votes, who are those people that have the money that are controlling America, they're not ready for a woman yet. They're they they barely got past the black man in this country let alone see a woman. And Hillary was a white woman, but not the right woman for them. Well, what, I mean, what, what do you mean they barely got Pat? You mean as far as like Obama? When you say yes, you, they exactly. barely got, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah, well, th- I mean, think about it, you know, to have the first black president in America, that was a lot for them. You know, the white you know, the uh, I would say the core of this country couldn't handle yeah, that. But I mean, that's the demographic that made him president also. Right. Right. But but the electoral votes were also leaning that way. Now, the way that the country is, you know, yes, they lean toward Trump. If no one interfered, they did. You know, again, I'm not feeling that comfortable about what happened then. But right now, you know, with everything that's going on, it's sure possible that he can win again based on everything that he said and he has done. You know, Um, we won't know really until Election Day. Yeah, I mean, look, I I think the whole thing is... uh for sure, uh, very, very much 
up in the air because um, all those Midwestern states, you know what I mean? Like all the shit that went down this summer yeah. with all the rioting, that's not going to play well uh, amongst, you know, swing voters in Wisconsin. And by the way, when I say the term swing voter, I think these are people who made their mind up a long time ago. I don't think there's anybody. I don't think there is such a thing as an undecided voter in 2020 you know, at this point. Everybody's made their mind up already. And, um, you know, the notion of these debates and all this kind of stuff, it's just a horse and pony show. You know what I mean? It's all it's all so fucking stupid. And you know what I'm really, really, really sick of what I really wanted to talk about more than anything is how much it sucks. And this goes to show you how long it's been that I actually did a podcast. But I'm so sick of politics and sports having to be combined all the time. Really? All the time. I agree. Because you know why? Because to an extent, it's all kind of sports anyway. Like it, it's it's fucking Red Sox Yankees right now with everybody when it comes to politics. You know, everybody's either on this side or that side, and they hate the other person because I'm on this team, you're on that team, whatever. And it doesn't necessarily have as much an effect on your life as you as you think, or as everybody makes it out to. And you have, uh, you know, teams that people are rooting for. So when it comes to sports, you know, I used to maybe flip on the politics every now and then if the Mets were getting their shit kicked in or whatever and they were losing by like six, seven runs. I'd be like, all right, whatever, I'll put on the politics for a while. You know, now it's like everything is the same. And that's what kind of like pisses me off more than anything. It's like, you know what, do whatever you want. When it comes to being an athlete, all these athletes, you know, they're, they're sort of like, you know, in my opinion, social justice warrior ways. They can do whatever they want to because it's their life. And you know what I mean? Like they're the ones that are kind of sowing the seeds of the league potentially being less popular. But it doesn't matter to them because they're making money anyway. So it's almost like do whatever you want. But to me, it takes away from an entertainment vehicle, a content sphere that I once enjoyed because – it's just like, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need the politics involved with something that's about playing sports. How much of it are you really running into, though? Um, It depends. Like, NFL isn't really as bad as... Uh, yeah, I mean, you get a quick... I mean, it's usually... unless Some you're people like, really complained about NFL, and I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, I haven't really necessarily seen it. The NBA is a fucking disgrace. I mean, it's just yeah. like... Yeah, uh, but I mean, I, under- I understand that, too, with the NBA, because it's accuracy. it's just... There's so much of it is just so deeply ingrained in, in black American culture that I think it would be very difficult for them to, to ignore. Well, I mean, the, isn't the NFL the same way? And the NFL, it's like not as bad. Um, it's not no, as bad not, as not the, the way. I don't think the way the NBA is. So you're are you saying they're sort of playing? Wine, but are you drinking white drinking wine? I am, as a matter wine. of fact. I'm drinking Pinot Grigio. That's like second to, to sucking men's penises, like the gayest thing you do. So we're adding that to the list. There was yeah. some, what was the other thing I did? The, uh, oh, I posted Alana Del Rey. This is a this is a segment we've had on the uh, podcast before. Um, gayest things that James does. And one of the things I did was post a Lana Del Rey lyric a, one time. A rapidly growing list. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And um, so anyway, we're joined right now, as you may have heard from uh, E's call out by Appleseed as well. And let me just sort of on tape mark the fact that I'm introducing everybody now. Uh, it's James Flippin' here on Flippin' Out Radio with Mike Montone, Lady E, and one Johnny Appleseed joining hey. us from... from Am I well? I already said it, but I could go back and bleep it out. Am I allowed to disclose the city that you're located in? Sure. He's in Arvada, Colorado. Colorado. And uh, enjoying um, 
not right at this moment, but most of the time, plenty of gardening. Yes. Uh, so you got a haircut recently, I say. This is um, this is uh, COVID DIY gone wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's very short. Yep. It's very short. All right. So anyway, we're chatting about stuff. So let me tell you this. Somebody, and I don't know who, I have my theory, but somebody added me to a bunch of like text message lists for Georgia Democrat groups. And my phone just gets fucking inundated for this woman, Charlotte. Uh, they say, hi, Charlotte. Uh, you know, I'm interested in uh, having you help us with this this voter outreach effort. Da, 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 da. Hi, Charlotte. And like I've so many different groups. Every now and then I'll actually text the person and be like, look, I'm not Charlotte. You know, I'm up in uh, New Jersey and I, you know, I don't know who added me to these lists. But um, anyway, I regret to inform anybody who might be hopeful that Charlotte is a part of this, you know, election effort down in Georgia. It's not happening. But Charlotte's not getting her information. <laughs> no, no. Maybe there is a real Charlotte and maybe she's got a number very similar to mine. But yeah, I have yeah. a theory that somebody added me in jest. You're on somebody's list is what it is. Mm -hmm. They have a list that they call and they have a list that they text in each area. Yeah, but so I think somebody purposefully list. added me. To yes, this that's list. what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really appreciative of it. It's great. Um, so, Appleseed, what's going on? I understand uh, you had to go through a little bit of a, uh, a corrective class today. How, how was that? I had to go see my parole officer this morning. <laughs> oh! Nice. Near the border again. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Are you running into problems with immigration out there? Oh, man. Let's just say that this, this issue won't seem to go away. Um. <laughs> So anyway, uh, first of all, before anything else, E, how lovely to see you again after all this time. You know, I was pointing out to E, Appleseed, that it's now exactly basically 10 years since we first started doing that is so Garden crazy. State Radio. That's crazy. Look where we are all over the place, aren't we? Yes. Nope. Yeah. You're, in the, you're in the center of the COVID. You're in the center of the world's COVID outbreak. And uh, Appleseed's in Arvada. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, we're all the uh, everywhere in between, so you know it's kind of just one of those things. Yeah, but what about this course? Was it was it uh was it worthwhile? Was it was it something that you think you can uh take something concrete from? Or for the uh, election? That too. Well, there's the two different courses. That's what's great. How much time is saved by speeding? <laughs> that is great. That look at that. Yeah. He's got questions. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Uh, actually, on that vein, so, you know, Appleseed had to go and uh, get in trouble for the fact that he was driving with a little bit of a lead, lead foot recently. But um, I drove stress reducers. Oh nice. Wait, how does the parole officer get involved? He, I was he speeding was... to my parole office, and uh, <clears throat> I got pulled over going 66 and a 40. No, he was he was being facetious about the. Uh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, it's not really parole. I was just going with the. Well, see, Mon thing. Montone doesn't know. Oh, He's oh no, I thought you were actually on parole for something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to get into. I was Did like, I this Wolf, get on a keyboard.
Let me slide in the bins with the fished out fins. Hit the mall with my girlfriends, dish out ends. Cause you know it ain't tricking if you got it. Got baby girl when she desire. It's chump change mama. Marijuana scholar. Know what I got up in my style phone. Cut that purple stuff. It was given to me at birth to stunt. So that's why I cop the Bentley with the leather and the fur. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Can I say something? Can I just talk about why this is significant? Because we're doing fucking talk radio. We got a guy who's on parole. We got to get into that. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Appleseed, most typically, I would say, would not look like someone to me who would be on parole. But right yeah, now, have you, ever seen, have you ever seen to catch a predator? But right now with the short hair, yes. <laughs> it looks like all of them. <laughs> Holy shit. I almost passed out from how hard I just laughed. I seriously almost passed out um, with the short hair and the white beard with the, with the gray mustache. You look like you could be a hardened criminal. He could be. That's what's so great. Anyway, um, yeah, he looks so, like he drove from Ohio to Indiana with a car full of Mike's Hard lemonade and condoms to meet a 15-year-old whose parents are out of town for the weekend. <laughs> Terrible. Not since the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, we're chatting about all kinds of stuff here with uh, E and, and, and Montone and Appleseed. And uh, JP did not respond to my text, so I'm not entirely sure if he is going to be joining us or not but um i wanted to uh make sure that i made clear that montone is going to be voting for a woman and that is really something that i think we should all be proud of because it's something very um empowering for this program uh, yeah I'm, I'm a progressive yeah it's very progressive it's very progressive and um at the same time sticks with libertarian leanings uh, by definition which is very Perfect. nice all base is covered, baby. Uh, yep, yep. So it's very nice, and uh, and we're excited about that. So uh, Appleseed, what about um, uh, out, out in Colorado? Uh, are you seeing a lot of um, you know, like demonstrations or uh, political activity? Like a lot of uh, are there a lot of signs, a lot of political signs on people's lawns and stuff like that? Sorry, I'm just looking for the leave button. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, it's it's fantastic. Uh, politics is my absolutely favorite topic. I'm not to going to spend a lot of time on it. I have something else I want to talk about as well. Something well, you'll enjoy. I don't enjoy. have a lot of time anyway. So uh, I will just say that um, Colorado's purple. And um, just as much as you see one, you see the other. So let's see what happens in uh, three weeks. Yeah, it's it's that soon. Um, all right. So you'll you'll appreciate this Appleseed because it's very much in line with my stumbling through life and accidentally surviving um, when I was. And I may have told you this already because I you know, obviously was flying out to you when this happened. But when I was flying out to visit you in Colorado, I was watching a video on my phone that morning. I sat out on my back stoop and I was smoking and I was watching a video that was this cat like being tossed by another cat sliding along a roof and then like falling off. And surviving because, you know, cats somehow do. But the hellacious noise that it released was like a and like a scratch and like all this kind of shit. So uh, something happened at the moment where I was watching that video and I put the phone in my pocket, not realizing that it was still like on the loop and playing the video. 
So I went inside and I was like, what the fuck is that noise? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is that? I thought it sounded like there was a bird like stuck in my chimney or something like that. And it was like a rat, rat, rat. And every time I got closer to um, the source of the sound, I was more convinced it was in the it was in the chimney. Uh, so eventually um, I was like, this fucking sucks. I'm gonna have to call like some fucking, you know, company or some shit or like, you know, the town or something. There's a bird in my fucking chimney. And then I realized, you know, that it was actually my phone. But um, playing that video over and over again. But I mean, that that really was uh, an unfortunate thing because my my boyfriend was freaking out. He was like, what are you talking about? I, I hear it. But what are you? T- what is that? I don't know what that is. You know, the, the Uber was on the way to pick us up and take us to the airport. Very chaotic. But it kind of fell in line with the whole like stumbling through life and accidentally surviving thing. Flippin, I have a thought on this. You have you, you have a nice bet. What what month was this? This would have been August, right? Appleseed. Yep. Yep. So you go outside uh, to smoke a little bit on a beautiful summer morning, and your first instinct is to watch a cat video on your phone. <laughs> well, I go through, I, I, I go on Twitter when I go outside. I, 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 That's terrible. That's terrible. You're outside under the fucking yes. trees. I want, I see people doing this in like Hoboken and, yeah. and stuff. And like at the bus stop and all the time, like put the fucking phone down. There's no reason to be out, to look at your phone when you're outside, unless you like, you got to, you know, map somewhere or order an Uber, just put it in your fucking pocket. True. Just breathe the oxygen. Enjoy yeah. being outside. It's nice. I want. I want to take people's phones and just fucking smash them but when what, they sit there. But wait a second. Like what is the issue outside? What would you would you say the same if I was sitting out on my back stoop and like reading a newspaper? Um. No. You know why? Because that's what I'm the, doing. No, you're not. Yes, the, I uh, am. Yes, I am. No, there's more stimulus. The phone has uh, programmed fucking uh, feedback loops to keep you glued into it. The newspaper is finite, and it's also not uh, pouring fucking uh, all this awful, like, blue light into your eyes. This shit is just oh, it's contributing the to the downfall light. of society. It's well, I agree with terrible. you there. I agree with you there. He's right. He's right. Appleseed? If I, if I may, you know why it's not reading the newspaper? Because no newspaper ever sounded like something stuck in your chimney. There you go. <laughs> People have gotten plenty of newspapers stuck in their chimney over the years. But it didn't sound like anything. Who knows? It might have caused birds to get stuck in there. This guy. This fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, e? You guys. <laughs> e, your thoughts? Um, all right. So let me just point out. I love watching this. <laughs> let me just point out the fact that we're seven minutes away from this particular Zoom meeting expiring. So I don't know if someone else could be so kind as to possibly... <laughs> My God, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> As to possibly start another Zoom, or could or can imagine, I start like, another could, one? Could you imagine like Francesca being like, "Hey, so A Rod, could you like you know fire up a Zoom real quick and like invite well, me?" Well, I back? mean, obviously, it's not on that level here. I mean, this is not. We're not. You know, that's not what's going on here. You aim high, James. <laughs> the great as we start as when we back when we started the show, the initial tagline that we used was the great American train wreck. Yes. So true. And I think you should, you got to squeeze everything into the remaining six minutes and 29 seconds. There you That's go. the train wreck. 
It's a train wreck. That's actually not a bad idea, as a matter of fact. Yeah, you don't restart the train wreck. It's fucking off the tracks. Fine, fine. We've got six minutes and 15 seconds. So what else? So, so E, are you pretty convinced that you've aired your grievances on behalf of how much you feel about whatever you feel about Donald Trump? The only thing I have to say on record is that I really didn't appreciate him going to Puerto Rico and throwing the whole paper towel thing out. Can I tell you something? That's we had what, enough shit going on. Can I tell you something? Not need him to That's do that. the one my boyfriend. <laughs> my boyfriend always brings that up. He always says the tossing of the paper towels in Puerto Rico. That's the yeah, one that that's actually. Horrendous. That's I mean, I, it's beyond me. It's beyond. What he, can I say? He, he didn't help at all. So why go there? You know, oh, nobody's died. Nobody looks like they died. And they were still doing the tally when he left. I think 2000 people were already dead. I wouldn't yeah. mind somebody tossing me some paper towels. I always need paper towels. Yeah, but throw us some toilet paper, throw us some money, you know, throw us some water. You yeah, know I mean, I'd probably saying? prefer like, the toilet. Yeah. I prefer them. I prefer the That's money. Great. I don't know about the toilet paper. Um, all right. A couple That's things. A couple things. Any, hey, I understand you're obviously living with a with a frontline worker, so everybody's got to deal with their own, you know, reality. But I I was thinking back on the trip that I took out to see Appleseed, and you know, a couple of things I'm very embarrassed by. One is the double mask. I've seen people wearing two masks at once, and also the face shields. Yes. Kind of embarrassed by the face shields. You know, well, that should be the healthcare workers frontline. My daughter. And that's uses- fine. That's fine. My, my daughter uses two masks with the M95 mask. Well, okay, well, the, and see, the, the M- shield. And to be the clear, shield. but just to be clear, I wasn't talking about an N95 mask and a surgical. I was talking about two people wearing basically two cloth yeah. masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really nasty. I'm pretty embarrassed by that. And also the face shields outside I, uh, of the medical capacity. Can I what just share that I'm deeply embarrassed by you? <laughs> <clears throat> um, moving right along. Uh, So I am making some progress here at the homestead. I am uh, putting in sod. I put in some sod, watering it twice a day. And uh, is that a euphemism? No. It's actual sod? Actual sod. Okay, just to be clear. Just to be clear. Um, I also have new uh, that front porch where Montone has actually done some podcasting. It's got a whole new floor out there. No more Packers rug. The Packers rug is gone. So I call that a, the Alfred Packer Lounge. Yep, yep. That's all. That's all gone, and uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about that, and 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 ready to watch the Giants lose again tomorrow. Oh please, don't remind me. All right, over under is two interceptions. Under. Monton, as the yeah, as the, the Cowboys yeah, the, fan, I, I'll give you the floor. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, unless he just drops them into their uh, their hands, they're. That's not a two interception. Well, he uh, has been. He, 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 you know, don't put it past him. Don't, don't put if it that, past him. If that's the case, yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched uh, too much of the Giants this year, but um, no, we'll see. Appleseed is very, very down on Daniel Jones. I'm not convinced that he's ass. I think he's I having think a rough year. The problem is that he was, he was anointed after uh, like two wins last year. Well, yeah, you, we talked about that, that on the happens. phone. You made the point how there's a lot of Yankee Giant fans, and they're ready to make every single person out to be. Uh, you know, Glaber Torres just because Glaber Torres happened or Aaron Judge or whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah, they seem to apply the same line of thinking to football players, which, you know, I don't think that's uh, really panned out for them. Well, it, but, worked, uh, it did work yeah. out with Odell. Odell was that dude. Odell yeah. was that dude. And then we Well, yeah, with a, with a host of uh, distractions that uh, in the end, I guess they weren't, uh, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, so, E, you you felt like that uh, the course you took it went pretty well, and you're ready to be a uh, re- certified Republican pollster at uh, coming up here in few in few weeks. I will be there to represent my country, and I'm I'm really curious to see who's going to show up more than anything. All right, just watch out. Just take up take up for the Republican nominee. All right, that's all I'm saying. Just take yeah, I, up. I, I, no comment. For the Republican nominee, you're registered Republican. Do what's right. Do what's no right. No one knows what happens behind the curtain. Appleseed's no yawning. Appleseed's yawning. He hates politics. He's yawning. Appleseed, how do you like where you live? It's tremendous. I see we have less than a minute, so I want you that time up telling you about all the great weed. <laughs> there, it's perfect. Perfect. And I'm about to go enjoy some of that myself. Not, not as good, I'm sure. Not as good. But... Um, matter of fact, I wouldn't be shocked if all of us enjoyed some greenery before the day was through. Cheers to that. Yep. All right. All right. Well, look, this has been Flipping Out Radio, the most American podcast ever created. Before we get cut off, for Mike Montone, for Johnny Appleseed, and for Lady A, I'm James Flippin. Heaven's very good. We should do one of those stupid things where they, like, talk and then sort of fade out as we're talking. That might actually happen. I'm curious to see exactly what's going to happen. Manage to do that. If we just, it's just we talk for another sixty seconds and then it just goes. Are you sure about that? Yeah, there's less than a minute. Maybe Is everybody a... ready to spark up? Because I am. Yeah. Nice. Is that yeah, a grinder? I did some before. Yeah. What did you have? I it? did that too. <laughs> this is like the end of a sick. This is like the way a sitcom might end. I might have to jump in the air like cheering. And yeah. Yeah. Cheering. Exactly. Mary Tyler Moore. With a with a, with a blunt, be like, huh? The way Flight 800 ended. it's fucking awful oh yeah uh what do you got oh so how was your mos thing for you oh me you're talking to um uh, it was all right well washington square park was uh was pretty packed so it was not uh not difficult nice so it was a success uh yeah i mean this is the first time i've been out since uh march um because you know i didn't know if it was uh you know, all right or except. And were you wearing that Glen Ridge baseball cap? Oh, that'll do it. That was it. That was it. He didn't get to respond to that. It was actually a Glen Rock baseball cap. What do you know The presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Oh, here's your lesson. The most American podcast ever created. You sick fuck. I was thinking back on the trip that I took out to see Appleseed, and you know, a couple of things I'm very embarrassed by. One is the double mask. I've seen people wearing two masks at once. And also the face shields. Yes. Kind of embarrassed by the face shields. You know, well, that should be a healthcare worker's front line. My daughter And that's uses, fine. That's fine. My, my daughter uses two masks with the M95 mask. Well, okay. Well, the, and see, the, the M- shield. And to be the clear, shield. but just to be clear, I wasn't talking about an N95 mask and a surgical. I was talking about two people wearing basically two cloth yeah. masks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really nasty. I'm pretty embarrassed by that. And also the face shields. Outside of the medical capacity. Can I just share that I'm deeply embarrassed by you? Rumpus time is over.
This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you.